intelligence of nations. Father, oh God, we thank you for you have thwarted the evil plans of those who uses the intelligence of nations to manipulate them, to plunder them, to ravage the economies of nations. Father, oh God, you have thwarted the plans of these greedy and evil people, oh God. Thank you. Thank you, oh God, for you have ensnared them in the very traps that they prepared for nations of the world. Thank you, oh God, because military bodies and security agencies of nations of the world are no longer available for the devil to play around with. Father, oh God, today they are enshrouded in your blood and in your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, oh King of glory. We proclaim your peace. Peace upon the military outfits and securities of nations in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory, for we are assured that you are the one watching over nations and we rejoice in you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you, dear esteemed Ma, for the opportunity. I will now hand over to dear esteemed Pastor Deborah, who will take us in the prayer for the nations having their elections in 2023. Over to you, Esteem, God bless you, man. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Glory to God forevermore. We are going to be praying for the nation of Cyprus. Um, just give me a moment. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. So we're going to be praying for the nation of Cyprus this morning. Um, the presidential election for Cyprus is going to be holding on the 5th of February, 2023. Hallelujah. So... Um, Cyprus is officially the Republic of Cyprus, right? It's an island country located south of an Atolian peninsula in the Eastern Mediterranean Sea. And Cyprus is not only the head of states, but also represents the country um, in the European country, in the European Council. Hallelujah. Um, the recent poll suggests that there's, you know, they have different parties. Um, EPP will lose, you know, there are different trajectories that have come out about the nation of Cyprus. But today we're gonna to be praying for Cyprus. And we're going to be declaring in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the elections, events leading up to the elections are events that will help the nation see clearly, the people of the nation see clearly God's plans for them 
in this upcoming election and for them to act accordingly. Every form of rigging, manipulation, corruption, or um, instigating the people against themselves, you know, all form of propaganda, you know, filled with lies to turn the heart of the people to take the wrong decision at the polls. We pray against all such in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that Cyprus, Cyprians are making the right decision at the polls come February 5th. That no one, no one will take any bits to instigate them against their fellow citizens. And no one will act harshly or act under the influence of demons of darkness to come against each other. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every corrupt individual, every candidate that is not of God, all such ones, we say that they'll be moved out of the way, they'll be sieved out of the way in the name of Jesus. Let us begin to pray right now. Cyprus is not like, um, we won't typify Cyprus like it's typical African country, but we know that a lot of times the deep state are involved in their politics. We cut off the influence of the deep state in the nation of Cyprus and our election. We refuse for their plans to proceed any further. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let us begin to pray for Cyprus. They are making the right decisions. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we neutralize every plan of Every young person Thank you. 
Zeke Perekida, Larosa, Akredesta, Afitone Monde Kida, 
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we declare and we thank you, Father, for the forthcoming elections in the nation of Cyprus. We declare that it is free and fair. We proclaim that Cyprus is rid of every form of wreaking and corruption. We declare that there is peace with prosperity during the elections in the nation of Cyprus. Yes, we declare that salvation and righteousness is exalted through the election in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for every young person in the nation of Cyprus. We declare that they are delivered from wicked and unreasonable men during the elections. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they will not be used to perpetrate evil and wickedness during the elections in the nation of Cyprus. But as this one forms, as they form the majority of the voters, they will act rightly, they will vote rightly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We declare that the plans and the counsel of the deep state is neutralized and brought to naught in the nation of Cyprus. We declare that no corrupt individual with evil intentions will see or have access to the seat of government, to the presidency, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we proclaim great peace. We don't end in prosperity over the nation of Cyprus. And we frustrate the works of wicked and unreasonable men, ungodly men who capture the souls of nations to subject them to degenerative poverty in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bless the people of the nation of Cyprus with the blessings of the Lord that makes rich and comes with no sorrow. Yes, Cyprus is for the Lord and the fullness thereof. Yes, hallelujah. And they act in accordance with God's will, plans, and purposes for the nation of Cyprus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let to Zebi Kabaya Lavashata Kabaya, Rabaka Sata Kabaya Lavashataya, Yekerebo Shakarabos, the Ikabana Matula Mastiki Baya, Oh Rabashata Kabaya. Thank you, precious Father. We worship you. We exalt your holy name, O God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this moment, you are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming joining in and interceding for the nation of Cyprus and our elections. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Amaka, for the opportunity to lead in this um, segment, interceding for the nation of Cyprus. Hallelujah. Cyprus will never remain the same. And their elections are characterized by the spirit of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right now we're going into a session of praise and worship after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Grace. God bless you all. Hallelujah.
Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. Okay, can you meet yourself, Sister Grace? Oh, Bakarida Bahanjidirida Bahasiti. Thank you, hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Pastor Debbie, for that amazing session of prayer. Thank you so much, Sister Kevin Harris, for prayer for the military bodies all around the world. And thank you so much, Sister Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship today. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Oh, Father, we love you. We reverence your name. Thank you, God. We bow to your Lordship. You are Lord over all. Oh, hallelujah. What a joy it is to serve you. Mm. You took my place and made me your glory. What an honor it is to call you, Lord. Mm. Ah, yeah. You alone can raise and raise kings and kingdoms. You have never lost a battle. You are Lord Commander of the angel armies. You told us to use your name, Lord, but nothing changes your name. But your name changes everything. This is the confidence we have in you, oh God. Your name is holy, Lord of my life. I serve you holy. Your word is truth and the only. Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. Your name is holy. Lord of my life, I serve you only. Your word is truth and the only yes we declare you are lord over all yeah you are lord over all oh what a blessing it is to love you. Hey, Bayala Bakaya, you. Aratakosa, Katarada Bagashanta, Paliska, Irkosa, Elefretti, Lekesoto, Kopaya. 
Malisa ita kash anta faroshke indelegretis. Ersonto ulofaratila kabaya. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for the year of the prolific church. For the year of the prolific us. Thank you for preparing us ahead in your word and by your spirit. Thank you for the revelations of your word that we enjoyed. You are gracious and you are kind. You are dependable. Kasoto paradaka fashanta palisa irakosa anta alida kabaya. Thank you, Lord, for raising us in the way of the kingdom. Lord, there are many young people in the world who have missed their way, many who are depressed, many who are suicidal, many who don't look forward to the next day. Lord, you answer the prayer of the poor. You answer the cry of the homeless. You hear the destitute as they pray. Thank you for raising us at such a time as this to be that answer. We are their answer, Lord. In 2023, we partner with you. We partner with you. We partner with you. To bless the world, we partner with you to help the world. We are not of them who require help. We are the ones who are working with you to help others. Oh, this world will know that we pass through it. This world will know that we were here. Kasoto parata kabashata labaya. Oh, and at the rapture of the church, when we stand before you, Lord, would have that testimony that we lived our lives to the full. Oh, Lord, thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. Ah, ah, is indeed our greatest gift, is indeed the greatest blessing of the Christian. What a gift, what a gift. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace, for that time of worship. I didn't want you to end. Thank you, esteemed Dr. Kell. Thank you, Pastor Bora. 
Lord is gracious and he's kind. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of devotion. It's a beautiful day in this beautiful month, in this prolific year. Make up your mind to be prolific. Prolific means a lot of things. You have to leave it out to the full. Praise God. All right. We are going to be reviewing the Rhapsody article for today. You know, we've been reading um, how to make your faith work, right? So are we all reading it? We read chapter two yesterday. Today we're on chapter three. And we're listening to several messages in this month. Um, if you look at the schedule of the project and message day that was shared, um, you will notice priority was given to messages about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, of which we actually start today listening to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, part one. Then there are messages about the word of God and there are messages about the name of Jesus. The best I can do is give you what the spirit of God guides me to give you. Follow the shadow, follow the shadow. Imagine we did not follow the Holy Spirit the last five months. I was talking to the project managers yesterday, I said, so when God was teaching us in the 30 days of supernatural blessings, we had 13 tasks every day to do. Those um, 13 tasks would take you nothing less than six hours per day. We are working, we are doing business, we are doing many things. And then God says, these 13 things, you must do them every day. And then, man, it looked like, Hey, we didn't relent. We were at it. We were at it. We were at it. Now we see that what God was training us for was to be highly productive and take massive actions within every 24 hours. That's the one of the definition. That's one of the definitions of prolific. To be able to take massive actions to be highly productive, to be able to do so much within a short time. He taught us time management. He taught us hour by hour time management and told us 24 hours is enough for you to do the things that I called you to do. You know, 24 hours may not be enough for you to do the things you want to do, that is you, but 24 hours is enough for you to do the things that God wants you to do. Until you prioritize, you will not realize that. And that's why we have three priorities for this year. One, prioritize the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Prioritize the word of God. Prioritize using the name of Jesus. In life, there has to be priorities. A man without priorities is a man that has not found purpose. Purpose gives you priorities. And priorities gives you focus. You have something to focus on. When there is no focus, you can wake up and sit down before a Korean movie that has 20 seasons and each season has 13 episodes. 
and you are in more problem than the unbeliever. Friday, 6th January, 2022. See the kingdom way. See the kingdom way. See the kingdom way. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 17. Think about what we just read. Amazing reality. It makes no difference how much persecution and adversities you're facing right now. They are light afflictions with fleeting lifespans. That's not all. Those light afflictions produce for you an eternal weight of glory. Blessed be God. That crisis you thought came to crush you has a transient lifespan. If you would stay focused on the word, there's a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory that's sure to result from the situation. Then the spirit tells us how this happens in 2 Corinthians 4, 17 to 18. It says, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Quit looking at the visible things in the natural world. Remain focused, looking at the unseen. That's because those unseen things are real. You know, some of us, our goals this year, <laughs> they are not real in this realm. Do I have a witness in the house? <laughs> they are not real in this realm. They are real in God's realm because he gave us those targets. Ah, brothers and sisters, this is one year that I know the Holy Spirit sat me down, gave me my targets, gave me my goals for the coming year. He told me specifically, you know, and that was the reason for 30 days of wisdom. He was specific. He was clear. There were no gray areas. There were no blurry visions. The vision was clear. The instruction was sound. Whew. Unseen things are real. The things your physical eyes or senses can relate with are not real. They are temporary. Here today, gone tomorrow. They are subject to change. It's like what we read about Elisha and his servant when they were surrounded by enemy chariots, horses, and a great army. Terrified, Elijah, Elisha's servant cried out, Master, we're surrounded. What, what, sh what shall we do? Elisha replied, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see, 2 Kings 6, 17. The servant was looking at the wrong thing. The real armies and chariots were the unseen host of angels that surrounded Elisha. But the servant didn't know it. So in your life, in your life, see the unseen. Look and see spiritually. See the kingdom way. Hallelujah. You know, when I read something like what we just read about Elisha, it makes me begin to scream because if God can do it for Elisha, he has done it for me. Why should Elisha have a host of angels surrounding him and I, Amarak, don't have when I'm a seed of Christ? So I need not be afraid. Brothers and sisters, you know, having a mind, the mindset of the righteous is very key. And it's one of the things Pastor tried to do with the power of the mind, the book. 
we reviewed Power of the Mind during, was it 30 Days of Supernatural Blessings, right? I think that was the book we reviewed then. It gives you a mindset where you think like God. You don't think like a man. And you see, when you come to that place of thinking, eh, even when it is you against the whole world, you are fine. What I mean is that if there, if there were 1,000 people and 999 um, of them were against you, one, you one person, you will still be fine. You will still be able to sleep at night. In fact, they will come and tap you. <laughs> Sister, wake up. Man, can I sleep a little more? You will not have insomnia. You will not have fear. You know, there are young people who cannot stand that one person doesn't like them. Hey, you passed and somebody looked at you in a particular way. Your heart begins to beat. You begin to feel bad and depressed. You have not known the Holy Ghost and you have not come into a place of identity as a child of the monarch of the universe. Knowing God gives you self-confidence. It gives you self-worth because you find yourself in him. You are never alone. You are never alone. Pastor said in the message yesterday, the Holy Spirit, the greatest gift of a Christian. He said the one who has the Holy Spirit is never alone. The one who has the Holy Spirit is never lonely. It's never lonely. You see some people, they are depressed. They say, nobody likes me. I don't have friends. Well, you should have friends and you should be liked. But everybody may not like you. In Increase in Grace, the message, pastor said, when grace is working in you and for you, he said, everybody may not like you, but well-meaning people would like you. Those who are relevant to God's purpose for your life would like you. But there will be also the brothers or like the brothers of Joseph. There will be the Potiphar's wife like we Joseph had in the Bible. There will be such kind of people but Joseph was loved by Potiphar. But Joseph was loved by the prison warder, even while in prison. The guy that runs the prison, the main guy. The other prisoners didn't have to like him. Grace, grace, I'm graced. I am graced. I'm graced. You see, this is going to be a prolific year. Your adversities might also be prolific. <laughs> You need to hear what God has not said from what he has said. God is telling you prolific. The devil is planning prolific for you too. But God trained us in a prolific way. We are ready for all adversaries and adversities. Even the kingdom of hell, we know that we pass through this year. He's not a factor. Don't be afraid of the devil. If you are, you don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. The Bible says we're seated together with Christ far above all principalities and powers. He's under our feet. Do you know what it is for something to be under your feet? If the, if the, if the thing is even kneeling down in front of you, there's some what? The thing is under your feet. The most powerful demon is under your feet. Because their boss, the devil, is under your feet. You have to believe it. 
You have to know it and you have to draw your faith. You see, how to make your faith work, that's what we're talking about. Pastor made a statement. If you don't work on your faith, without the understanding of faith, without faith, you cannot live a, a, a successful Christian life. You can't live well. You can't live well. You cannot prosper in all ramification of life. You cannot put the devil where he belongs without faith. You need faith. Work on it. You need it for this year. You cannot even believe. the. Th See, the more I study about prolific, I say, God, now me and you today. My Lord, I'm like, God, now me and you this year. This 2023. Hi, yeah, yeah. Prolific. I was telling Sister um, Dr. Kelvin yesterday. I said, do you know that yesterday, 5th of January, I'm already feeling pressured. I, I'm, I'm not feeling pressured. I'm resisting the feeling to be pressured on delivery. Nobody's giving me target. -o. The things that the Lord has told me, I just feel like five days have gone. Five days have gone in this year. There's this. I needed to have done this. I need to do this because of the targets that the Holy Spirit gave me. I was telling her, ah, seasonal movies not in my target for this year. I'm not going to be prolific with Korean movies. I'm not going to be prolific with movie watching. I ah, no, 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 no. If you don't have goals, <laughs> you know, I stumbled yesterday on somebody's WhatsApp status and the person was commenting about a movie that they watched in my mind. I said, 5th of January, 5th of January, you don't, they watch movie. Hey, the devil has you what where he wants you. 5th of January. You know, some people, they will even behave well in January. Then they will begin to misbehave from February. You, on the 5th, you have begun to misbehave. The devil have you where he wants you. But I thank God for inspired by the word. We were trained. We were trained ahead. And we are ready. It's a prolific life. It's a prolific year. Prolific results all the way. Glory to God. I'm going to hand over to Esteem Pastor Nye at this moment. And I'll be back. Thank you, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting and connected from, we are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion. And I will start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Rarities. Thank you, Estima, for the Rhapsody section. James 1 from 2 says, My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties. See it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. 2 Corinthians 4 from 16, the Amplified. Therefore, we do not become discouraged, utterly spiritless, exhausted and wearied out through fear. Though our outer man is progressively decaying and wasting away, yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day after day. For our light 
momentarily affliction, this slight distress of the passing hour is ever more and more abundantly prepared, preparing and producing and achieving for us an everlasting weight of glory beyond all measure, excessively surpassing all comparisons and all calculations, a vast and transcendent glory and blessedness never to cease, since we do not consider and look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are seen, for the things that are visible are temporal, brief and fleeting, but the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. Praise, praise, praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer together. Dear Lord, thank you for the far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory that I experience as I walk in your world. I rejoice always knowing that you, O oh Lord, are the strength of my life by whom I triumph gloriously in every situation, reigning in righteousness, grace, wisdom, and in the knowledge of Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of Matthew. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 5 from 21. Today we are looking at the real meaning of murder, adultery, divorce, and how to love your enemies. Praise God. Okay. Just a moment. Caption, murder. We are familiar with the command to the ancients, do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who so much as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. Carelessly call a brother idiot, and you just might find yourself called into court. Thoughtlessly yell stupid at a sister, and you are on the brink of hellfire. Simple moral fact is that words kill. This is how I want you to conduct yourself in these matters. If you enter your place of worship and about to make an offering, you suddenly remember a grudge a friend has against you. Abandon your offering, leave immediately, go to this friend and make things right. Then and only then come back and work things out with God. Or say you are out on the streets and an old enemy has accosts you. Don't lose a minute. Make the first move. Make things right with him. After all, if you leave this first move to him, knowing his track record, you are likely to end up in court, maybe even jail. If that happens, you won't get out without a stiff fine. Caption, adultery and divorce. You know the next commandment pretty well too. Don't go to bed with another spouse. But don't think you have preserved your virtue 
by simply staying out of bed. Your heart can be corrupted by lust, even quicker than your body. Those organ loops, you think nobody notices, they are corrupt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's not pretend this is easier than it really is. If you want to live a morally pure life, here's what you have to do. You have to blind your right eye the moment you catch it in a lustful layer. You have to choose to leave one eyed or else be dumped or a moral trash pile. And you have to chop off your right hand the moment you notice it's raised threateningly. Better a bloody stump than your entire being being discarded for a good in the dump. Sorry, discarded for good in the dump. Remember the scripture that says, whoever divorces his wife, let, it, let him do it legally, giving her divorce papers and her legal rights. Too many of you are using that as a cover for selfishness and win, pretending to be righteous just because you are legal. Please, no more pretending. If you divorce your wife, you are responsible for making her an adulteress unless she has already made herself that by sexual promiscuity. And if you marry such a divorced adulteress, you are automatically an adulterer yourself. You can't use legal to cover, you can't use legal cover to mark a moral failure. Caption, empty promises. And don't say anything you don't mean. This counsel is embedded deep in our traditions. You only make things worse when you lay down with smokescreen of pious stock saying, I will pray for you. And you never do, you never, and never doing it. Or saying, God be with you and not meaning it. You don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace, with making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. Just say yes and no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. Praise God. Caption, love your enemies. Here's another old saying that deserves a second look. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Is that going to get us anywhere? Here's what I propose. Don't hit back at all. If someone strikes you, stand there and take it. If someone drags you into court and sues you for the shirt off your back, gift wrapped your best coat and make a present of it. And if someone takes off an unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice the servant life. No more tits for that. No more tits for that stuff. Live generously. You are familiar with the old written law. Love your friend and his unwritten companion. Hate your enemy. I'm challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with supple moves of prayer. For then you are working out your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. He gives his best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish to everyone regardless. 
the good and bad, the nice and nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is, grow up. You are kingdom subjects. Now live like kids. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others, the way God lives towards you. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. Thank you, Stacey Stamaka, for this opportunity. Do have an amazing day, everybody. Over to you, Esteem Brother John. Bye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segments. Thank you, Pastor Inge, for that beautiful read. Hallelujah. So thank you, esteemed Mark, for this um, opportunity. So today we are reading the book of Genesis, chapter 15 to 17. And um, remember, we are still looking at Abraham or Abram at this time. So and um, today we'll be taking a look at God's covenant with Abraham. We'll look at how he got married to Hagar and the birth of Ishmael. And we also see how God changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. So kindly join with me through these verses of the scripture. I pray that um, as we look at them, this prayer will minister to you in the way you want him to. Jesus' precious name. So after all these things, the word of God came to Abraham in a vision. Don't be afraid, Abraham. I'm your shield. Your reward will be grand. Abraham said, God, master, what use are your gifts? As long as I'm childless and Eliezer of Damascus is going to inherit everything. Abraham continued, see, you have given me no children. And now a mere house, a mere house servant is going to get it all. And God's message came. Don't worry. He won't be your hair. A son from your body will be your hair. And he took him outside and said, look at the sky. Count the stars. Can you do it? Count your descendants. You are going to have a big family, Abraham. And he believed. Believed God. God declared him set right with God. When the King James said, and Abraham believed God. And God counted it as righteousness. Verse 7, God continued, I'm the same God who brought you from all of the Chaldees and gave you this land to own. Abraham said, Master God, how am I to know this? That it will, be, that it will all be mine. God said, bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each three years old, and a dove, and a young pigeon. <laughs> he brought all these animals to him, split them down the middle, and laid the house opposite each other. But he didn't split the birds. Vultures swooped down on the carcasses, but Abraham scared them off. As the sun went down, a deep sleep overcame Abraham, and then a sense of dread, dark and heavy. God said to Abraham, 
know this. Your descendants will leave us outsiders in a land not theirs. They'll be enslaved and beaten down for 400 years and I'll punish their slave masters. Your offspring will march out of there loaded with plunder. Praise God, praise God. But not you, you have a long and full life and die a good and peaceful death. Not until the fourth generation will your descendants return here. Sin is still thriving business among the Amorites. When the sun was down and it was dark, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch moved between the split carcasses. That's when God made a covenant with Abraham. I'm giving this land to your children from the Nile River in Egypt to the river Euphrates in Assyria, the country of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Cadmonites, Hittites, Perizzites, Rephaim, Amorites, Canaanites, Gergashites, and Jebusites. Praise God. Chapter 16, Sarai, Abraham's wife, hadn't yet produced a child. She had an Egyptian maid named Hagar. Sarai, said to Abraham, God has not seen fit to let me have a child. Sleep with my maid. Maybe I can get a family from her. Abraham agreed to do what Sarai said. So Sarai, Abraham's wife, took her Egyptian maid, Hagar, and gave her to her husband. Abraham as a wife. Abraham had been living 10 years in Canaan. When this took place, he slept with Hagar, and she got pregnant. And Hagar learned she was pregnant. She looked down on her mistress, Sarai, told Abraham, it is all your fault that I'm suffering this abuse. I put my maid in bed with you. And the minute she knows she's pregnant, she treats me like I'm nothing. May God decide which of us is right. You decide, said Abraham, your maid is your business. Sarai was abusive to Hagar and Hagar ran away. An angel of God found her this reminds me of Nollywood movies. An angel of God found her beside a spring in the desert. It was a spring on the road to shore. He said, Hagar, made of, made of Sarai, what are you doing here? She said, I'm running away from Sarai, my mistress. The angel of God said, go back to your mistress. Put up with her abuse. He continued, I'm going to give you a big family. Children past counting. From this pregnancy, you get a son, naming Ishmael. But God heard you. God answered you. You'll be a bucking bronco of a man, a real fighter, fighting and being fought, always tearing up trouble, always at odds with his family. <laughs> you know, um, I remember a message by the man of God where he talked about don't help God. You know, he used this analogy, this um, book or this chapter. To, to say that, but I can, I'm sure some of you must have listened to that message. I cannot go into that now. Verse 13, she answered God by name, praying to the God who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. Yes, he saw me, and then I saw. That's how that desert spring, God's name, God alive, sees me spring. That spring is still there between Kadesh and Beret. They got give Abraham a son. Abraham named him Ishmael. Abraham was 86 years old when he got gave him his son, Ishmael. The last chapter of the day, when Abraham was 99 years old, wow, God showed up and said to him, I am the strong God. 
live entirely before me. Live to the hilt. I'll make a covenant between us and I'll give you a huge family. Overwhelmed, Kalabaya. Abraham fell flat on his face. Then God said to him, this is my covenant with you. You'll be the father of many nations. Your name will no longer be Abraham, but Abraham. Meaning that I will, I'm making you the father of many nations. I'll make you a father of fathers. I'll make nations from you. Kings will issue from you. I'm establishing my covenant between me and you. And a covenant that includes your descendants. A covenant that goes on and on and on. A covenant that commits me to be your God and the God of your descendants. And I'm giving you and your descendants this land where you are now just camping. This whole country of Canaan to own forever. And I will be their God. God continued to Abraham. And you, you will honor my covenants. And you and your descendants, generation after generation. This is a covenant that you are to honor. The covenant that pulls in all your descendants, circumcise every male, circumcised by cutting off the foreskin of the penis. It will be the sign of the covenant between us. Every male baby will be circumcised. When he's eight days old, generation after generation, this includes husband, slaves, husband, slaves, and slaves bought from outsiders who are not blood, blood kin. Make sure you circumcise both your own children and anyone brought in from the outside. That's where my covenant will be cut into your body a permanent mark of my permanent covenant. An uncircumcised male, one who has not had it, the foreskin of his penis cut off, will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. God continues speaking to Abraham. And Sarah, your wife, don't call her Sarah any longer. Call her Sarah. I will bless her. Yes, I will give you a son by her. Oh, how I will bless her. Nations will come from her. Kings of nations will come from her. Abraham fell flat on his face, and then he laughed, thinking, can a hundred-year-old man father his son? And can Sarah and 90 years have a baby? Recovering, Abraham said to God, oh, keep Ishmael alive and well before you. But God said, that's not what I mean. Your wife, Sarah, will have a baby, a son, naming Isaac, which means laughter. I will establish my covenant with him and his descendants, a covenant that lasts forever. And Ishmael? Yes, I heard your prayer for him. I'll also bless him. I'll make sure he has plenty of children. They're a huge family. He will father 12 princes. I'll make him a great nation, but I will establish my covenant with Isaac, whom Sarah will give you about this time next year. God finished speaking with Abraham and left. Abraham took his son Ishmael and all his servants, whether husband or purchased every male in his household and circumcised them, sharp, sharp, cutting off their foreskins. That very day, just as God had told him, Abraham was 99 years old when he, when he was circumcised. <laughs> His son Ishmael was 13 years old when he was circumcised. Abraham and Ishmael were circumcised the same day together with all the servants of his household. Those born there and those purchased from outsiders all were circumcised with him. Praise God forevermore. Thank you very much, everyone. Now hand over to Western Programmatics. Have a good day. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, Estimbra John, for that amazing read. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the communion this morning. Praise God. Before we go into the communion, I just want to give um, a quick analogy of um, some things I 
got from the Holy Spirit yesterday. You know, um, <laughs> in the eye, praise God, I want you to listen to me, please. In the eye, there's a part of the eye called the retina. And the retina can only function by light. It's the effect of light that causes the retina to function. Inside the retina are um, what they call the cones and the rods. For the human, they have equal amount of cones and equal amount of rods, which means you can see both during the day and at night. So the cones help you to see during the day and the rods help you to see at night. Now, one very funny thing. At night, you cannot um, see very clearly because of the amount of light that gets into the eyes. So even though you can see well, colors are things that you can't see very well. You can't, um, like maybe you're walking on a street or on a road at night and somebody is coming. You can't tell exact, the exact color the person is putting on. You might say he's wearing a light clothes or a dark clothes. But if he's wearing brown, it will look black. If he's wearing navy blue, it will look black. If he's wearing yellow, it will look white. If he's wearing maybe light green or something, it will still look you know, something light or dark. But you can't tell the exact color because it is night. Praise God. Now, in the world today, many can't tell color. Many can't tell um, time or seasons. They can't tell because in the world there is darkness. So they cannot tell what exactly it is. So you see, the Bible says they walk on in darkness. They walk on in darkness. But I've said you are gods. Okay, if you are gods, let's go back to the creation. The Bible says, God said, let there be light. And there was light. He said, let there be light before he created two great lights. So when he said, let there be light, what appeared? What was that light that was created? That was the first time light was created. Hmm. Later in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the light of the world. Oh, could it be that he was the light that was manifested when God said, let there be light? Yes, yes. Okay, then the Lord said, you are the light of the world. He said to us, we are the light of the world. If I am the light of the world, it means I am the one that causes others to see in the darkness. And in the world today, there is even much more darkness as it were. But we as the lights, we shine brighter and brighter so that the world can see color. So that the world can see the beauty of God. So that the world can see the glory of God in us. We shine as light for them to see. So which means in that eye, we are, you know, have you, if you've seen a night vision camera, maybe um, if you watch Nat Joe White, why you watch, you see some, the animals, you will see them, but you can't tell the exact color of such beast or such animal because it is a night vision camera. Every of them just looks the same. In the world, everything looks the same as though nothing is happening. But because we are the light, when we shine the light, we make them see what exactly is happening in the world. Hence, your soul winning efforts, your soul discipleship efforts, and your soul building efforts, you help the world see what is happening now and help propagate them in the new thing that God is doing in the world. Because surely, as Pastor said, this just might be our last opportunity. Praise God forevermore. 
First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For your word has gone forth this day. Sigo Parado, we are the light of the world. We do shine for the world to see. And as we shine these lights, many will come to us. And ye, in us, they will see the glory of God and they will repent. They will accept your lordship and they'll be converted. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. After the sermon, I also took the cup when he has stopped, saying, this cup is in the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For the cup of the everlasting covenant, we decree in the name of the Lord Jesus as we take this cup. We are blood washed. We are sanctified. We are glorified. We are fit for your use. And yes, Lord, we say yes to your call. Yes to your call to so win it. Yes to your call to save many. Yes, Lord, we say yes. Thank you, Father. Yes, we are so winners, even by our actions. With our finances, we win souls. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup now, brothers and sisters. Glory to God forevermore. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Stem Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much, Ma, for your amazing leadership. And thank you to all our co-hosts. Praise God. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the Stem Pastor Deborah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God forevermore. Glory to God. Wow, thank you so much, esteemed uh, Brother Martins. Thank you, esteemed Stamaka, for this opportunity. It is celebration time. Glory to God. Wow. If this is your first time of joining us, hmm, this is your first time of joining us, kindly come quickly to the chat room and let us know your full name the state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from Nigeria, and who invited you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. So quickly, quickly, and if it's your birthday, any celebration, please share with us. We'd like to celebrate with you, your family, and your loved ones. Praise God. Okay, let's do this very quickly, very quickly. This is always celebration segment. Okay, 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 okay. 
Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Today's my cousin's birthday. Her name is Victorine from Sister Camel. Happy birthday to your cousin. Today's my friend's birthday. His name is Uzoma from Sister Grace. Happy birthday to your friend. And as thanking Onovo is saying, thanking God for a prolific nine years wedding anniversary to the Onovos. Congratulations to you and your wife, sir. Congratulations, congratulations, dear brother, King Onovo. Hallelujah. Okay. My name is Jonathan John. I was invited by sister, by my older sister, Marvelous John. Oh, amazing. You are welcome, Brother Jonathan. You are welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Sister, okay, this is Christiana. Sister Christiana says, my name is Christiana Martins from Namibia, and I was invited by Pastor Ndapandolashin Dume. Oh, congratulations. You are welcome to the best family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And your life will never remain the same again. Welcome. Okay, we have Sister Aili Kanime. She's connected from Namibia and she was invited by the esteemed Pastor Ndapantula. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a beautiful city you. You are welcome and your life is going to move only from glory to glory. Hallelujah. Yes, our beautiful sister Harriet says, yesterday was my husband's birthday. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Mr. Aneke. Happy birthday. We love you dearly. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amazing. Any more celebrations? Okay. Right away, I'll be handing over to the esteemed sister Amaka. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. Happy birthday to all our celebrants and happy wedding anniversary to the Lord. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Um, thank you, esteemed Brother Martins, for those words. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Nui and esteemed Brother John for the Bible reading, praise God. Um, happy birthday to all of our celebrants. Happy wedding anniversary, Brother King. Um, and all those who are celebrating today. Happy birthday to your husband, esteemed sister Harriet. Ofalato Sita Kaya. And I want to welcome those who are joining us for the first time. Um, we have Johanna John, we have Christina Martin, we have Ali Kanime. You're welcome. You're welcome to the house. Welcome to the family. And I pray for you that the word of God will prosper in your spirit. The word is all you need. And the word can make you all that it talks about. Praise God. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunities to celebrate. Thank you for the prosperity of the word of God in our hearts, in our spirits, and in our lives. 
thank you for those who are celebrating their birthdays today, wedding anniversary today, and those who are joining us for the first time. Oh, your blessing that makes wealthy without any painful toil for it, blessings that make rich, adding no sorrow to it. I pray that they would exemplify divine blessings in all ramifications of their lives. The world will know them, for you have blessed them. Your grace stands them out in every setting. Thank you, sweet spirit of God. We give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Um, I'd like to quickly pray for those who are tithing. Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege of revelation to tithe every day. Thank you for making us your food supplies. Even this day, we declare that our sights are sanctified by your Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. As we send them to our different churches, thank you for your blessing. Your blessing, wherein there is not enough room to contain. Walking effectively for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Um. This is a year of the prolific church, right? And I did say that for the first week in January, we're going to be doing an intense research about prolific. Um, what are your findings? Is anyone who wants to share something striking you found out about prolific? Anyone who'd like to share? I believe that every one of us have been doing our study, doing our research, there were specific things that pastor said, you know, in the message um, for the new year. The message for the new year. He said some specific things, you know, the thing about listening to the message is that when you listen to it, you hear again and again something you probably didn't hear, you know, the first time. You know, pastor actually started by emphasizing for us that were of a kingdom of royal priests. A kingdom of royal priests and um you don't want to forget your role as a king and your role as a priest in this year of the prolific church then he went us went on to tell us what we should expect in this year of of the prolific us okay i have sister hilda sister hilda wants to say something all right sister hilda two minutes tell us what are your findings Thank you so much, Samarka. Yes, Thank you, family. And well, happy new year. You know, prolifica is something that is very is 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 big. And I'm not going to take much time, but because I have something I wrote out, maybe if I have the opportunity to share, I will share. But I channeled my own to the area of psychology. I studied about is the world best psychologist. And the boss, um, well, a world-based female psychologist. You know, I channeled my own in the area of soul winning. When we go out there to win souls, we win the alcoholic, we win the abused, we win the prostitute, we win youth and teenagers that had a, a parental borderline disorder, and you win a normal, you win a normal person that works in the bank. But one area we are missing our soul winning discipleship and training is that. We, we want to train and disciple a banker. We want 
a normal person that doesn't drink that we want, the same way we win the person that we, we that was a prostitute and became born again, was a drug addict and became that became born again. We forget that this person, these people, they are going through a healing process. We want to disciple them the same way we disciple um, normal people. Then we now tell them you need to meet a psychologist. And when I googled and read about these psychologists, to be fair, the, the nine best women psychologists are not born again. How can someone tell someone that you're be, you, you, they, they won your soul, you're being healed about depression, you're being with about abused and parental disorder? And one of them, I won't forget her name, her name is Ruth Daniels. Do you know what she said? That another way to come out of those addictions, another way to replace such addiction, maybe. You don't, your parents, you know, borderline disorder has to do with parental, not um, lack of parental care. And she says the only way to replace that parental care and to be loving is whether you're a teenager or a youth, is to have a partner. When you feel, oh, love, you want, to, you want someone that will love you, call you, that you can have a boyfriend, you give and you have sex. God, is that in Bible? And sometimes we tell our souls, we wonder, oh, I'm going to take it to a psychologist. The psychologist will take the person, the person born again. And after studying about the theme of the year, I told myself, which I told Esim Samarako, that I'm going to take a study about psychology. I'm channeling my own down to the gospel. And, and most of these ladies are feminists. I will win our souls and say, okay, I'm going to take you to a clinic to meet a psychologist. They're impacting in them what you want to take out of them. Praise God. Thank you so much, Samarco. I'll share my notes. Let me Praise stop God. here. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Hilda. Because of time, we might not be able to um, take more than that. But um, sister Hilda's um, sharing is to make you see that um, God has a role for every one of us in this world. And be prolific in that which God has asked you to do. Um, I want to play you something from the New Year's message, something that pastor said, and I want you to listen, listen attentively. He says, it's like a woman that put a little leaven the door pray and spread co-host please just confirm that you can hear very well pastor debbie brother martins is the audio okay yes ma'am yes ma'am okay all, right. all of it so is the king like a mustard seed. Although it be the smallest. When it is sown. Grows to be a great tree. And birds of the earth. And large in its branches. You are going to be so prolific. Everywhere. Everywhere. In an outstanding way. 
you get in there and the 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 spirit of multiplication you would see it happen because this is god's plan for his church in 2023 the church will spread throughout the earth throughout the earth unhindered now three important things for us number one is to prioritize the spirit prioritize the spirit you know in the early church the holy spirit was so important so important in acts chapter 19 when paul went to ephesus the bible tells us when you read from verses 1 to 7 he met some 12 disciples there and the first question he asked them have you received the holy ghost since you believed and they said we haven't even heard that there's any holy ghost he said unto what then were you baptized he said we only know john's baptism and he explained to them about the Lord and talked to them about the Holy Ghost and laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. And 12 of them began to speak in tongues and prophesy. Those 12 men, first thing he asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? You have to prioritize the ministry of the Holy Ghost this year, 2023, like you never did in your life before. My brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit made you. You have to understand. He created you. Job chapter 33, verse 4. Read. Read it out. One, two, go. Yes, he's the one who made you. He made you. I can show you several verses in the scriptures. You discover he's the maker. In the Godhead, we talk about Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He is the one, he's the performer. He's the performer. He's the one that actually fashioned you. The Bible says his delight was with the sons of men. In other words, he always wanted to live with us. He always took delight in us. And the father fulfilled his dream. And he gave him to us. To live in us. Did you know you're so important to the Holy Spirit? You're so important to the Holy Spirit. This year prioritize the Holy Spirit and his ministry in your life. Many have received the Holy Spirit, but they ignore him. He's not part of their day. He's not part of their considerations. They act like he doesn't live. They act like he's a mere experience, but he's more than an experience. But this year, make that decision. 
the Holy Spirit is going to be more than an experience to you. He's a person. And every Christian, everyone who has received the Holy Spirit must now recognize and fellowship with him. He wants to talk to you all the time. He wants to teach you. He wants to show you the way of the kingdom. Let me show you something it's going to do for you. Go to the book of Proverbs. Did you know his wisdom? Let me show you from verse 20. His wisdom. He's the wisdom of God. Go to verse 20. Proverbs chapter 8. Wisdom, no, no, chapter 8 from verse 20. It says, I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the parts of judgment. Why? That I may cause those that love me to inherit substance and I will fill their treasures. Did you see that? This is what he wants to do for you in 2023. Praise God. We'll stop at the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Did you hear what Pastor just said about what the Holy Spirit wants to do for you in 2023? Um, my prayer is that the Spirit of God will open your eyes to see, to see a prolific you in a prolific year. Brothers and sisters, the plans that God has for you as an individual. See, this is that year where the church of Jesus Christ, members of the church, see, there is no, you don't, in, in the world in this year, there is no space for unbelievers to break records. There is no space for unbelievers to make inventions for this world. It is our year. It is our year. In the latter part of the message, you hear pastor said, this is your year. He didn't say this is your year of the prolific church. He said, this is your year. So this is the year of the prolific you. I said, go study about prolific. It was only Sister Hugh that I raised her hand of 180 something people online. What are you doing with your January? If you have not studied about prolific, what are you doing? Do you really want a prolific year? You have to run. This is not the year of, 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 of trekking. This is not the year of walking. This is not even the year of jumping or running. This is the year of flying. You have to fly. You have to move. God trained us about time man management. If you used to do 13 tasks during 30 days of supernatural blessings, and you do you did 10 in 30 days of wisdom. I've not given you tax for this month. I said, go and study about prolific. Then you are project a message a day. What else? And you have not studied about it? Brothers and sisters, I would, uh, the, the only thing I can promise you is that my life will be the living proof that God spoke to us and that God prepared us ahead. I would, my life, it would be that living proof. The ministry of the Holy Spirit 
You see, without the ministry of the Holy Spirit, number two and number three are not, are not going to be effective. You cannot even have an effective comprehension of the word of God without the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that responds to the name of Jesus. When you say Jesus, the person that gets into action is the Holy Ghost. So that number one is all the priority that there is. That is the main focus. It powers number two and it powers number three. How many of you remember that in August and September, when the Holy Spirit said, let's go and do project a message a day. And he said, as you listen to the message, sit down, take your book and your pen and take notes. How many of you remember that his instruction was that we should listen to messages strictly about the Holy Spirit? How many of you remember? All the messages we listen to, all the messages we listen to. Then there were a few others where he was working on our character, like attitude, like love dimensions, like hairs of bondage. And he was talking to us about little foxes that spoil the vine. But all the messages he gave us were about the Holy Ghost. What else do we want? What else do we want? He brought us into the season of supernatural blessing. Then we realized that the power of the blessing is the Holy Spirit. Then he brought us into the season, 30 days of wisdom. You just heard pastor say it now. The Holy Spirit is wisdom. He is wisdom. So all the journey, the Holy Spirit was the one that was the focus. I can categorically say that in this house, we have prioritized the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I say, don't take a holiday. Don't take a holiday. See, I wish I could literally ask everybody to send me their 24-hour day, as in how you spend your 24 hours. Brothers and sisters, my mornings from when I leave you from morning till 12 noon, actually till 1 p.m., they are all spiritual activities. To the world, I am crazy because mornings, according to the world, they say they are your most productive times. Put them into work. Anything work and anything business comes after then. My most productive time, I'm always productive. Let the world not tell me about some time that is productive and some time that is not. I refuse to accept it. You see, there are some fallacies we have taken from the world. I reject it. I'm ever productive. Mornings are not only my productive times. I am productive every time of the day, even at night. When it seems like I've had a long day, I am productive at night. Mind what you are saying. Mind what you are picking from the world. You say you're most productive. I'm most productive at all times. And that's why I'm prolific. Prolific means highly productive and able to take massive actions. Able, prolific means being able to do so many things within a short period of time. When God was giving us 13 tasks, I didn't realize that he was training us to be prolific. All the training we received from August to December was about being prolific. We cannot say that God did not prepare us for 2023. And brothers and sisters, to him that much is given, much is expected. Much is expected of us, much is expected. You co-hosts and, and project managers, I asked for prolific this morning. None of you raised up your hand. I want to change my mind about, about what I want to do with you people. You don't understand. It's offensive to the Holy Ghost. How can none of you raise your hand? After all the classes I've had with you before and about prolific. It's not okay. It's not okay. There are some things that will not be tolerated by the Holy Spirit. You, I don't know if you guys understand it. What God is doing for us in this house, it's a privilege. Ah, it's a privilege. If you were here from August to December, you oh. know. Oh. Oh. If you were here. 
throughout those months, you know that the Lord was fair with us. You know, you know that the Lord was gracious towards us. It would be, it would be wicked of us not to, not to measure back in the measure where we were measured with. It would be, it would be wicked of us. Well, 180 something people, I said, who has done a study about prolific, who would like to share? Holy Sister Hilda raised her hand. I feel bad. I feel bad. Not, 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 it's not about me. I feel bad that after all the investment of five months, only one person raised their hand to talk about prolific. And they told us that this first week of January should be us researching about prolific. Does that mean we are not doing it? Should we still hold a devotion tomorrow? Are we worthy of God's investment in us? The devotion will continue till the rapture, as the Lord has said. But brothers and sisters, no. There's a, see, the things that God tolerated last year, he won't tolerate it this year. Else, he will stop talking to us. God is not a waster. He will stop talking to us about certain things, especially things to come. But I know he will not stop talking to me. My pastor, highly esteemed pastor Yemsi was saying something. She said, every year I proved to God that him giving me Rhapsody to handle was, was the best decision. I qualify myself. I qualify myself every year. I qualify myself for the things, see, the things that God tells me certain times. It's not everything I tell you all. It's not everything. If I tell you most of those things, some of you would think I'm no longer a human, a human being. I'm not joking. It's not everything I say. There are some things that are not, you, because some, some, this is a general house. Some of them I will say it in the project manager's meeting. I have made up my mind. Eh? But may we not get to the end of this year and you wish that you did everything the spirit of God said to do. If you don't have a, your, your goals at this time, there's a problem. If you don't have a use of, if you have, if you have not planned how you will use your everyday 24 hours at this time, there's a problem. You are not ready for the year. You are not ready. You are not ready. It's like, you know, in the race, when they want to do um, 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 a hundred meter or a 400 meter, even a marathon race, you know, they bend and they say on your marks, on your marks, when they say ready, everybody looks up. They are ready to take off. When we got the word of the year. We were supposed to take off. Then some of you are still getting ready by setting your goals now. You did not understand the voice of the spirit of God. No, now, no. Ah, no, it's not fair. It's not fair. Let us, let us, let us, let us act like we, we are grateful to the Holy Ghost. What the Holy Ghost did for us, is it for Saitia? Are you aware? That prolific is a botanic word used to describe a flower. And then God told us, he said, for Saitia is the definition of your year. It would have been enough that prolific was everything else. But prolific is also a flower. What is it? What did God not tell us? What did he not tell us about 2023? What did he not use to analyze and show us the picture? In the message of yesterday, Pastor said for the new creation, God shows you a picture so that you can become. The Old Testament people were given instructions to obey. The New Testament guys, they are shown a picture so that they can become. God has shown us all the pictures for 2023. If we don't become, our queue in heaven will be separate. All of us will make heaven, but our queue will be separate. Inspired by the one member, people should come here. Uh -huh. All the things that I told you people, you still did not live life to the full. May we not be in that queue.
I'm just saying that if you have not started working, please start. Some of you do eight to nine. So I'm not saying that you should not do work morning till one. That's not what I'm saying. But maximize your 24 hours. Plan your day hour by hour, hour by hour, so that you will know what to do. Quickly, quickly, just permit me. Four more minutes and we'll be done. Pastor Winnie has a testimony. I did say yesterday when we we're having the book review that we have a testimony that had just happened. Pastor Winnie, two, three minutes. Can you quickly share your testimony? Yes, Ma. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, two minutes. Men um, and brethren, family members. It was on 30th that after towards the tail end of the devotion, it seems Marka was talking about receiving cars. And thank God I joined for that meeting because where I was really wasn't really convenient. But uh, I mean, I, I don't like to miss inspired by the word meeting as in no matter how where I am, I will shout on connect whether the network is good or not. But towards that day and I I was I heard. So she talked about car. And I just as everybody was receiving car, I say ha, me, I receive my own car. I even picked off, picked the color self. I picked the color, there's talked the name of the car that I wanted, you know. And everybody was dancing, I was rejoicing. Even in our project manager's group, everybody was talking about me. I follow, pick my own car, and everybody was rejoicing. And I just believed God, you know. I, I never really thought if I can buy it or, you know, when it, I just took it and I, I said, well, which day was it? Somewhere, sometime last week, I was going somewhere and I said, ah, Pastor, the car, this car should come now because ah, I cannot be jumping. You know, you know, when you just, your mindset has always started changing. I can remember two, two days ago, I was going somewhere and I didn't like the way I was. And I said, ah, Pastor, this car should just come now because, ah, me, I don't even know again, you know. Then yesterday, family members, I got a promotion to a particular level and the car came with the, with the level. I got a promotion with, uh, with additional pay, my salary, more than 50%. With a car, as in, it's... It, it's still like, I, I, I'm still looking at my car key on the table, like, you know, I have a car, you know, you're, you're right. But I'm just grateful to God that it, I, I, I was connected. And not just that, you know, totally I've been attentive to the spirits. That's one thing that I've learned over time for the past five months, you know. It, I pick it. My spirit is sharp now to pick prophecies, you know. When it comes, I just pick and I respond. It's something that has, you know, so imagine I, where, because where I was really was so convenient. So it, it, I'm sure that when I started shouting and receiving my card, the people are wondering, I don't understand, who is this girl? But then, no, I, will, I, I don't care where I am now. <laughs> I didn't receive, I talk, I prophesy, I, anything is better. <laughs> Praise God. Wow. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Inye, and congratulations. You know, I, I was thinking about Pastor Inye. <clears throat> Between August and today, Pastor Inye has more than 10 things on her list that God did for her because she made up her mind that she's not going to miss God. Like it has become, you know, when Pastor say that your life will become an unending stream of the miraculous. When God said, it was 31st of December. It was the last day of the year. And I reminded us 
the day that God said he has given cars and I said, receive your car. 31st of December. Today, yesterday was 5th. Five days later, she's testifying. You, 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 you will not understand. Pastor Oinye's department is not known for giving cars. That 31st, God said, there are some of you, you walk in places where giving cards may not be the norm, but it will, it, it will happen because you are there. Because you, are, you want to think for God how it's going to happen. Some of you, you are students. Who will give me car, be students? Are you aware that rich men's children drive to school? Your father is the owner of this world and he gave the world to you. Every car in this world belongs to you. Every aircraft in this world belongs to you. Ah, see, eh? if we don't fly private jets this year, it was not prolific. It's not because we must fly it. It is because it is our rights. And this is the only year that we must ensure that we live, we live out our rights. Me. Inspired by the word, I will show, I will send you picture. I'm not going to go to the airport to, to look for private jets to fly and then send pictures and to you. No, I will, I will, many of my meetings, many of my trips this year will be in private jets. We will gift private jets to pastors, pastors of ministries who travel often around the world. We will run a fleet of private jets simply for missionary pastors who travel. Where do you want to travel to? Don't worry, you can book. It's not business. The way you go, you say, I want to enter um, British airline. Then you book your flights. Ministers and missionaries will be booking flights in our fleet of private jets, in our fleet of planes, just for ministry work. And we are the ones powering it. They don't need to pay anything. See, there are certain things that have to happen in this year. If I said it, I'm telling you what. See, I, I said that it's not everything I'm saying. And see, there are some testimonies we have. We cannot even come and share with you. Ah, there are certain things that will happen with me. I'll say, Holy Spirit, can I share? He will say, no. Ah, the very first time I gave the word for car, I had received my, Pastor Inye is my accountability partner for 2023. My partner has also received car. Okay. May we be fast. Because this year, <laughs> It's not the year of trekking. It's not the year of walking. It's not the year of sleeping when we are trying to wake you up to even start the journey. If you may, you may be new, but you can start. It's an awakening in your spirit. You just catch it. You just wake up in your spirits. And you are gone with us. Don't feel bad. Ah, where have I been? I'm just joining you for the first time. Just start. Find out what we are doing. We have groups. They posted the links of the group. Have you joined? Join the groups, join the book where we're studying Proverbs. Many of you have joined the book of Proverbs. You don't see anything there. Are you not reading the chapter? There are literally about between less than 10 of us that talk on the group every day. Yet we are almost, yesterday we were 200 and something connected. These things, the Holy Spirit is, they are marking it in heaven. They are marking it in heaven. These things that the Holy Spirit tells us to do, the ones that are doing it, they are scoring us in heaven. And the year will show. The year will show. Many of you, we are seeing you on WhatsApp status. We are seeing you on Instagram. We are not seeing you in the Telegram group for the Proverbs study. 
We are seeing you on social media. We are not seeing you in the mess in the group for Project a Message a Day. You are not sharing your takeouts about the message. You may not you may not share every day, but most of you, every single day, you update your WhatsApp status. Every single day, you're on Instagram. What are your priorities? Isn't so it, it seems to me that social media is more of a priority than the Holy Ghost. Social media is more of a priority than the word of God. It is not by inspiration. It's not by, oh, thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, this year, I will prioritize the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I will prioritize the name of Jesus. I will prioritize the word of God. It's in your actions. Faith without works is dead. What is your confession without your working out? What is it? I will sound the alarm. I will remind you. But I see in the realm of the Spirit, there are no second chances this year. You better get it right and get it fast. If you understand August, September, October, you would understand when I say there are no second chances. But there's grace. There's more than enough grace this year. But you have to rise and you have to run. You have to fly. You have to be swift. You have to be fast. Massive actions. Massive actions. This is the, you, you need to speak in tongues longer this month. You cannot see, uh, except for those of you who you are projecting your business on social media. And if you are even wise, you will, you will know by the spirit of God <laughs> that this, the spirit of God is the one that needs to project you. You have done so much on social media. You did not make profit last year. You still made loss. But every day you were on social media. Can the Holy Spirit become your social media manager this year? Can his social media manage your business this year? And in your sleep, they, you wake up to messages and missed calls. We heard about you. We heard about you. Let the Holy Ghost be your advertisement manager. You are doing so much on social media and you are ignoring the Holy Ghost. Prioritize the Holy Spirit and he will prioritize your life. He will prioritize your business. The things we get for free, brothers and sisters, the things that happen, my siblings, some of them are here. They know what I'm talking about. Some of my members are here. The things I get for free, there are things you like, ah, this one no normal, yo. this one no normal. My life is not normal in any way. The things I tell you, they are, my, they are the experiences of my life. I've always lived a prolific life. I've, in, in a class, when I enter a place, I'm singled out. There's, there's an unusual grace that works for me. I have unusual influence. I have unusual, see, ah, I follow God. My 24 hours, my higher, the Holy Spirit is prioritized. The, the, the name of Jesus is prioritized. The word of God is prioritized. Ah, they have the largest share of my 24 hours. They have the largest share of my 24 hours. There's something I just heard the Holy Spirit say. If I say it now, some of you will not take it well. I'll leave it. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for a great devotion. Thank you. We're ready for 2023 and we'll come back with results. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Can we unmute and share the benediction? Thank you for a great time of devotion. I love you all. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And surely